0: Welcome to The Money Watch Show. It's Thursday, June 1st, the first day of June. How exciting. I hope you guys are as excited as we are. We is me, Jill Schlesinger, CBS News Business Analyst, and he is Mark Telercio, the executive producer of my life and co-host of this program. Hello, Mark. How are you?
3: Hello. I am well. June, my goodness, already half the year gone.
0: Would you say that the springtime is a favorite season of yours or not so much? Like wh- what's your what's your preference?
3: Let me rank them for you, okay?
0: Okay, let's go. Four four we only got four to go, so let's do it.
3: That's right. Number 1 is fall. Number 2 is winter. Number 3 is spring and number 4 is summer.
0: Wow, you don't like the summer?
3: I don't like the heat. I don't like the humidity. I don't like the stench in New York City.
0: Oh yeah. I would sort of, I think I'm sort of fall, winter, summer, spring.
3: Okay. So not too different.
0: Not too different, but a little, I, I do like hot, but I don't like hot for the girls, my doggies, because it is too hot for them and they're very close to the ground. You know, that's a whole other thing. So um, I'm sensitive to that. If it were just me, I would probably put, I would probably say Summer might be taught No, nah, I think I probably would say winter. I like I do like winter a lot.
3: Do you want to do the seasons in Italian? Do you know how to say the four seasons in Italian?
0: Uh, no. Let's say fall. Autunno. Autunno. Winter.
3: Inverno.
0: Inverno. And uh, let's do spring.
3: Primavera.
0: Oh, pasta primavera. And summer. Estate. Estate. Ete. If you're doing the French, if you've got a financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to JillonMoney.com, Click the contact us button and you can complete a form. If you want to join us on the program, you check the little box that says you would like to join us live on the air. While you're on the website, you can buy my book, The Great Money Reset. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. This is the book that provides you with 10 bold steps to turn chaos into opportunity, a framework for making changes in your life. We encourage you to check that out and to subscribe to our brand new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. This is where you have access to quarterly live webinars. So our first one was with Ed Slott video. People participated. It was totally fun. We're going to do another one at the end of this month with Dave Stahoviak Coaching for Leaders. It's going to help you better manage your work life and really, I think, become happier in your role at work, which I think he's so great at. And we also put up very special interviews that are extras with cool guests. So we're going to have a guy who writes for Consumer Reports, and we're going to talk about autos, because he's an automobile editor. How great is that? So we're going to talk about the crazy car market. I'm so bummed out, Mark. You know why? Mm, Something to do with electric vehicles? Why? Yes, exactly. Because I, as you know, I've been waiting to buy an electric vehicle until probably until my car ends up dying, which, you know, has 100,000 miles. Could happen, you know, soonish or not so soon. Then there's this big article about how Hyundai who has been a sponsor of our podcast and and other things i had my eye on the Hyundai and guess what there's a big article all about like oh Hyundai's new now the new hot EV out there i think it was in the wall street journal and I'm now i i feel very angry cuz other people are going to discover the thing that i really wanted to do
3: that's how i feel about uh, bullet bourbon you know i was on the bullet long before it became mainstream and now it's completely jumped the shark
0: Yeah. I remember that you were a bullet and, and well, all, I mean, really all of the, all of the bourbons have been seeing huge price increases. This is crazy. Totally crazy. So, okay. What else can I tell you, Mark? Anything else on that I need to promote?
3: You did what you did. Joe on Money Live. You did the Great Money Reset.
0: I got it all, and our free stuff that's always on the website. So that means it's time to talk to our listener. This is Zach, who's on the line from Missouri. Zach, what is on your mind? How can we help you out today?
2: Yeah, I love it. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, you know, I've, my wife and I are are young. I'm I'm 33 and 32, or I'm 33. My wife's 32, um, and we're finally at a spot where we think we can make some, some good financial progress. And, uh, so our question really was, where do we start? Um, since we're kind of both coming out of grad school, both just getting on our feet. So I think we're, we feel very far behind. Uh, oh, come on. You're 33 <laughs> years old.
0: How far behind could you be? Um, sure. Zach, do you, you say you're, you're 33 and 32. Do you have kids?
2: We do. We have two kids. Um, they are three and one. Uh, they are, probably both about to be four and two in the next couple months.
0: Okay. Are you guys both working full time? Yes. Okay. How much do you guys earn?
2: Well, so I earn um, about 52 and uh, my wife is just starting her new job um, and she will probably be making 60 or 70 at least. As All right. Well. Let's
0: say 60 just for the heck of it. Do you currently use a retirement account?
2: I do have one through my job. It's a 403B. Um, this is only my third year in the position. So there's like 10,000 in there.
0: Is there a match or is it just straight up uh, your contribution?
2: There is a match. It's 3%.
0: Do you know how much you're contributing?
2: Uh, I'm contributing 3%. That's okay. What so match, you're just yeah.
0: contributing up to the match. Will your wife have a retirement apl- account available to her?
2: They actually do not currently, but I've We've asked about that, and they said they're trying to get that started.
0: Okay. Do you guys have any other money that you've put aside for retirement?
2: We have not right now. Yeah, just living off my own income for the past three or four years. Um,
0: so this will be a big change for you guys that to exactly, have both yeah. of you working. That's great. How about money in savings?
2: Also, barely anything. I think we have like, well, I know we have twenty five hundred. Just to cover the bare necessities in case my job dropped out from under me.
0: And how about where you live? Do you rent or do you own?
2: We currently rent. What's the rent? It is eleven hundred.
0: Is that good for you guys? Like is it working for you? Or do you do you have a a feeling of like, oh, we really want to buy, or is it good right now?
2: I think we're pretty comfortable right now. I mean, we would love to buy, but I do think things like five twenty nines, four oh one K's, you know, emergency funds, debt payoff. Will probably come first. You know, debt payoff. Tell
0: us more about the debt. What do you have outstanding? Is there some student loans?
2: Yeah, thankfully that's all we have. We have 18,500 left on student loans, mm-hmm. and that is at 6.5%. And, and thankfully ne- they've been paused.
0: Okay, the- so that's all federal, right? Correct. Okay, now if there is student loan forbearance, if the Supreme Court comes back and says, sure, are you guys going to be eligible for that?
2: Yes. My wife and I both had Pell Grants, actually, through college. So so
0: essentially, this could get wiped out.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Are you freaking? Tell me the truth.
2: Yes and no. I mean, it would be super nice, but uh, we're also not trying to get our hopes too high up.
0: <laughs> I know. It's true. I, I think you're being smart. So if we think about the future, when will your wife actually, actually start?
2: really on on Monday. Um, oh my
0: gosh, so we're really getting her straight away.
2: Yeah, okay. yeah, so Have
0: you guys tracked how much money you spend?
2: Yes, we spend uh, basically 5000 a month.
0: So how have you been able to manage just on your income? Did you spend down savings? You, did she work a little bit while she was in school? How did this, what that work?
2: Yeah, a mix of everything. A little bit of our spend down on savings that we did have. We did do things like shipped on the side uh, super infrequently. But she was, as an intern, as a counselor, it kind of reminded me of like residency for med- medical school where she did get some money, but, you know, it was like seven fifty a month
0: Yes, go to go to Starbucks and have lunch. Thank yeah, you. So much. all right, here's a little bit of extra stuff that we want to know about. Do you guys have estate documents? Do you have wills? Do you have um, power of attorney? Like if something happened to you guys together? What would happen to your kids?
2: We do. Thanks to your show. After this past month of listening, we got on that.
0: I love that. You mean you've just been listening for a month? I'm I'm so psyched that you just you like took the initiative and wrote us. That's great. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Thank you.
0: Um, okay, so how about
2: life insurance?
0: Do you guys have a policy for each of you?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We had um, there's probably about twenty five years left on that for each of us. We each have one, and it's half a million. This episode is
1: brought in part to you by Audible by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com/wonderypod or text Pod to 500-500. That's audible.com/wonderypod or text Pod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit.
2: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: All right. So in the introduction, you sort of said, well, you know, we got to think about, you know, we have this money and 529 plans. So Mark, where should Zach and his wife start their fabulous cash flow adventure? Because like literally their lives are about to change in days.
3: First and foremost, the priority, because he said like $2,500 is basically what they have right now in savings. So I think that emergency reserve should be the priority. He said they spend, you know, 5000 a month. So in a perfect world, you want to get that up to around 30000 I would say.
0: Yep. So number one priority, Zach, all the money that's coming in. I know you want to like go out and play, <laughs> uh, but as much as you can, once your wife's, you know, again, she's her 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 money is going to start kicking into into your cash flow, right? And then all of a sudden, there's going to be said, "I would actually direct deposit her check into your savings account." And we are trying to get you to about thirty grand, and I think that's number one thing to do. Now, you may not be able to do as much if in a month from now we're talking and you say, okay, well, the student loan clock is going to restart. Now, it's going to start three months after that, I think. So once we have a decision, then it's another three months, I believe that you'll be getting. So even if you do have to start paying, the first thing we really want you to do is just accumulate as much of that 30 grand as we can as quickly as you can. All right. Number two, whatever student loan payment you have to make and accelerate that because it's 6.5% is like a real number in terms of an interest rate, okay? All right. Now, number three, I think this is when we start to do retirement. So do you have a Roth option through work or not? We don't. Okay. So number three is what we'll do is we have her open a Roth IRA, okay? Because she doesn't have a retirement account. And you're going to automatically put away... A certain amount of money into that Roth IRA, Mark. How? What, what should we do on the Roth IRA? A thousand a month? Just bang it out? Yeah.
3: Once everything's paid off, they'll be able to swing that. No problem.
0: All right. So then she opens the Roth IRA. You can do it at Vanguard. You can do it at Fidelity. Wherever you have any sort of. Um, Where is your four hundred
2: three B held? Honestly, it's not one of the major three. Okay, um,
0: so you know you can do it at any of these places. You know Vanguard, Fidelity, Schwab, T Rowe Price, TD Ameritrade, E Trade. I don't care wherever you can do it cheap is really where I care about. And then you are going to slowly start putting more money into your retirement account. And you know you can put up to a big chunk of money. And we're not going to get there immediately, but you know you can put twenty two thousand five hundred dollars. That's not happening this year, but you know let's see how things roll.
3: I don't even know. Like, Yeah. Okay. Emergency reserves in place. Student loan debt is gone. Wife is maxing out her Roth IRA. His plan doesn't sound great. There's no Roth option. So I would put in 3%, get the 3% match. Then I would open up a Roth IRA for himself, max that out. And then instead of increasing within the 401k, I would probably just open up a brokerage account. It doesn't sound like it's a good plan and there's no Roth option.
0: Yeah. So, so that's a great idea, Mark. I agree with you. I'm going to, I'm going to, you've convinced me. So I think that you're right, that instead of putting more into your 403B, unless they make a Roth option, but even so, if it's a rotten plan and we don't have great choices, then it doesn't really matter. So then we have emergency reserve, number one, debt pay down, number two, wife opens a Roth IRA, number three, if you can afford cash, flow, you open a Roth IRA at the same time. Okay, and you could just keep putting the match in. If there's money beyond that, though, then the question is like one. Let's just pretend it's this year and you can do this. Right. And you're putting in your sixty five hundred dollars each into your Roths and there's extra money. Now, the question I have is, should we put that extra money into new five twenty nine plans for the kids or create a brokerage plan for them? Because you mentioned 529s and I know that that's, um, you know, it's a priority for you. I think just to like get you guys established and on your feet, I think to do a little bit of both is good and see also what happens with the kids and how they develop. And, you know, if we, if you decide later, like, wow, I'm making a lot of money. She's making a lot of money. Life's good. Maybe we can do a lot more into the 529. Maybe we'll take some of the money in the brokerage account and push it into the 529. We can make that decision later it gives you a little bit of flexibility. Now these kids right now, I know they're only one in three today, but do you live in a place where you can send them to private school or are we thinking about public school for, um, you know, for grade school and middle school and high school?
2: Good question. I mean, currently where our apartment is, um, we could probably do elementary school. It's pretty good okay. in elementary school, but after that we would need to probably move.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess one of the reasons I'm asking that question is that If you have to move and you have a brokerage account, then we could also use that sort of a little bit of both things, like a future funding account that's not like today. But if it's a five years from now, maybe that would be something that you could use for a house down payment. And it sounds like for you guys that you have a a big upward trajectory in terms of your earnings, right? I mean, like you're so young, you're starting out. Let's give you as much flexibility in your planning as we possibly can, and to that end. You know, I guess I wonder because you said your wife is, you know, in health services, is it possible she does go into business for herself, do you think?
2: At this point, no, although okay. I think she would be great at it.
0: <laughs> really? I mean, listen, it's it's not for everybody. And do you feel like for for your own income, do you feel like there's a big upside or are you in a place where you're like, oh, I'm kind of going to make what I'm going to make with, you know, small increases annually?
2: maybe more in the middle i don't think it'll necessarily be small increases there's definitely room for growth but there is more of a ceiling i generally work in like nonprofit youth area so mm-hmm. i'm kind of at the bottom of the totem pole but there's also ceilings to nonprofits so
0: i know and also lots of fighting and not a lot of money yeah <laughs> all of that fighting and no money to boot. They fight so much because the stakes are so low. No, I mean, the stakes are high often, but it's just, it's a rough go in the nonprofit land. I know that. I think you guys sound like you're in good shape. Does that help you understand priority wise, what, you know, kind of like where you should look at the the next few years?
2: Yeah, I think that's great. That was kind of the question is like, do I do like 500 to debt, 500 to emergency fund and, you know, spread them all out across or just kind of go all in on, you know, a certain particular order. So that was really helpful.
0: Oftentimes people will contact us in situations like yours and you say, oh, I feel like I'm behind. Like you're really young. You've got a great future ahead of you. And I think that if we can help you focus sometimes, I mean, I, I understand the idea of putting a little bit here and there, like this idea of buckets almost, Uh, that's a a concept that people talk about. I like doing one thing at a time. And I think if you're hyper-focused and you're like, okay, there's 30 grand in the emergency reserve fund, bang, let's go and pay down the student loan debt. I think it's sort of easier to do one thing at a time because then you really feel like you make progress and you celebrate that progress and you move to the next thing.
2: I like that. Thank yeah, you. I know.
0: It's a little it's a little <laughs> behavioral crap that I throw around every now and again. I don't know if it works, but I hope it does. All right. If you, like Zach, have a financial question and you have a question of priorities, whether you're young and starting out, but you might be older and have different priorities that we can help you with, go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. We'll get your note. And if you'd like to come on the air, just make sure you check that box. While you're on the website, don't forget to check out all the great content that lives there. Mark really is doing an amazing job. Mark is now going to be um, the web king because Karen is leaving us. We're so sad. On to Boulder and better things for Miss Karen. And we wish her the best of luck, but she's with us a little bit longer. Don't forget, you can sign up for our new service, Jill on Money Live, on our website. So he is Mark Telercio. He's the co-host, executive producer. He is a web king in training. The current queen, long live the queen, is Karen Kranick. She is our web queen. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Lift someone up. Change your work. Change your wealth. Change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.
1: Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season.